everybody and welcome back to the show. It has been far too long. It's probably like the ninth time, probably like 20th time I've said that on this at show. Least, at at least, least. Right. Over 30 some odd episodes. Probably. Yeah. Um, well, first off, Christian, welcome back. What's going on you? First, uh, first guest back in two months. I know. Uh, it feels like I was the last one too. It feels like I was the you last You were second to last. I think, I think Jake, it was Jacob. Jake yeah. was the last. Yeah. Because... Yeah. You know, if I'm not doing an episode with you, that probably ends up doing an episode with him. Yep. So, um, or, uh, or like a bourbon slash wine tasting with Andrew. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's one of us three. We're the fucking usuals. <laughs> so. You guys are the most regular. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Um, well, first off, I, the biggest thing we have to talk about before we even get into the purpose of you being here, which is a Marvel recap, mm-hmm. um, it's the new year. I know, man. 2024. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Um... I mean, and also, it's kind of an exciting time for, you know, myself and uh, Dalton Bishop and Spencer Brown on Out of Bounds. You know, yeah. shout out to that podcast. Playoffs are coming around for football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big NFL guy, and the playoffs are coming around. Super Bowl is a little bit over a month away. Um, you know, even if you're not a sports fan, even though you're not a football fan, the Super Bowl is something you want to watch because the trailers are some. Sometimes very good, very funny, or just very weird. Yeah. So Super Bowl's coming around, and then my—I don't know why, Ryan, but like my favorite part of the actual football season isn't when the football is being played. It's like before that. It's the off season. Okay. So what the NFL does, they do a combine. So the combine they bring around 300, 300 plus, usually about three fifty. They send about three hundred fifty athletes to the combine. And usually it's in Indianapolis. It's at Lucas Oil Stadium. And they do 40-yard dashes. They do uh, agility drills or they position drills. So quarterbacks are different, offensive linemen, kickers, you know, things like that. I watch that like gospel. Like I do. Because I seriously have my computer. And this is the last like three or four years. Have my computer. And my notes are really bad. Because it'd be like, oh, good this, good that, bad this, bad that, or like, eh, okay, eh. But like, it does. It's not in depth. Sure. Like, I know what I'm seeing, but like, verbally, it doesn't come out right. Okay. So I know what I'm seeing, and I know I know who's good. I know what's bad. And so all the combine stuff comes out, and then two months later is the draft. So that's when those 300, maybe even plus, whoever's in the draft get drafted into the NFL teams. Yeah. And that and you know, on out of bounds we do little predictions like who our draft's gonna be and how our team's gonna do in the off season. And that's seriously my favorite part of the entire uh football season is yeah. just those two to three months of preparation towards the NFL season. I'm pretty sure I've pitched it to you guys before about doing like a live podcast when the draft is going on, but it's a mm-hmm. long thing, isn't it? So it's a three-day, it's three days. So, if we would do the live podcast, it would be on day one, yeah. I feel like. Because that's when your best... Uh, that's like first-round picks. Yeah, first-round picks. So, you have 32, sometimes 31. Last year was 31 because the Miami Dolphins went through some... It, it's... I'm, I how do I make this more PG? But they were... They got rid of their pick... Because of racial discrimination is what uh, apparently happened. Okay. So one of their former coaches, Brian Flores, they, he, he was told by the owner to kind of sink. to uh, 
I forget the actual term for it right now. But pretty much like sell everything, like lose, um, just like sink ship, you oh, know. Wow. Like uh, I forget the actual term. It's, it's like take a dive. It's, it's it's like yeah, take a dive, like lose every game possible so we can get a higher pick. Because like the NBA, it's a lottery, so like there's a chance that you would have a number one pick, even though it's not 100. Yeah. percent The NFL, it's like worst record. They have a number one pick, okay. right? And the worst for in, you know, the little better pick you have, the higher or the lower the pick is, because you want pick one, because yeah. you have everybody at your disposal. You have first dips, mm-hmm. right? If you want this position or that, that's all for you. So Brian Flores, once he got fired from Miami, he told the media this. He was like, "Yeah, the owner told me to, you know, pretty much to sell and be the worst coach possible." So, and pretty much in terms of like. You be bad, so I can fire you, yeah. and then I'll get a new head coach. Damn. So, so much stuff was going on. So, so last year was only 31 picks. Okay. Because Miami lost theirs. Because you can't just give that away to right. somebody else. Like, that's super unfair unless you traded for it, right? And it was already their pick, so they just took it off the board. Yeah. So, it was only 31. But usually it's 32 picks, and that would be like your top of the top. Day two is second and third round. That's when, like, there's still some guys on the board, like some big names, because people drop off the time. And it'll be, like, that's still two, three hours. Mm-hmm. And then rounds four through seven, six hours. Oh. So I'm like, if we are if we would do a live uh, podcast of it, it would have to be day one. Right. Because, like, yes, it's still three hours, and they do drag it on a bit. Yeah. Because, like, obviously they want to – Fill in because thirty-two picks will go like that sure. if it's done like the fourth and seventh round. But still, it's it's still very fun because we have moments. Uh, myself and Dalton mm-hmm. exclusively, we have had some very funny moments uh, of players drafted. I would say Effin, one of their names, and Dalton before he was. Uh, I think this was at the uh, Richmond house. Is he he just went. Uh, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> and we, me and Spencer are just dying. It's like, I've heard of him because like, I do the stuff and I'm like, right. if he doesn't know, I'm like, okay, that's probably... And he's actually a role player for the Rams. So. Okay. And Ernest Jones. Is I'm pretty sure we had... Like, I think you guys were FaceTiming with Dalton and mm-hmm. watching the draft. Because like, you and Spencer were watching it together. Yes. And you FaceTimed Dalton because you know it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I said something about like, are you guys doing a group FaceTime while this is happening? Mm-hmm. And then I got a call, like yeah. a FaceTime call. And so we, yeah, we added you. Like, we added you. Yeah, we added you. Yeah. And I don't know. Yes. I think it was because I think Spencer was aiming for the phone towards me because we had the first pick of them. And it was Lucas Von Ness, who who's a good role player, but the one funny thing about him is that at Iowa, that's where we went to school. He never started. Mm. He was a role player. He never started a game, but he was one of their best players. Which is the weirdest sad in them all. Like, why why would you not start for your team, but yet you're a tremendous role player and one of their best players overall? Yeah. It, it was just super weird. Super weird, right? So, like, I'm like, and I haven't talked about him on the podcast. I'm like, I like him, but, like, you know, not starting at all in his Iowa career. And, like, he could be a good role player, so, like, a second, third round. And that's why I listed Matt. He was drafted first round of the Green Bay. And I loved, it was just like, um, okay. <laughs> like, it was like, because the year prior, 
all the best wide receivers got drafted. Mm-hmm. And that's what Green Bay really needs is a wide receiver. And it's like, okay, we're going to get a wide receiver. We're going to get a wide receiver. We get a defensive we get a defensive end, defensive player. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, why? Why are we getting – I was like – I was losing my shit. Yeah. I was losing my shit. I'm like, why? Like, we actually have good receivers on the board. And we're not taking any of them. We're taking this player who never started a game in Iowa. What the hell? Um, it, it's a very fun time for me because yeah. I love building. Like, I've you know, part-time I've done uh, when I was working at UofL – uh, I was with recruiting, and I like the team building aspect of like, okay, because this player fan our system, you know, what if this guy comes, you know, transfers over here, like how would that situate? I actually really like that. Yeah. So the off season, the drafts are my favorite parts more than the actual football itself, which is really weird. Sure, but it's also you've got more experience on the behind the scenes stuff, so True. it makes sense that you like that more. True. Yeah, but I mean, even before I worked there, like that was just one of my favorite things. Interesting. Yeah. But Out of Bounds is going to be heavy into the playoffs this year. It's going to be really fun. And then take like a week or two off, and then combine notes start coming around. Uh, that's when we'll get the actual list of who's going to participate. And I'll be like, okay, this is who, you know, I want to see this person, see how they do. Yeah. And it'll be really fun. Yeah. 100%. A lot of good things happening. A lot of things are happening Out of Bounds, good and bad. <laughs> but mostly it's good. Yeah. It's going to be a good time for you. Heck yeah. Now, speaking of good times. Yep. We've had some very good times recently over mm-hmm. the past couple months because, my God, Marvel, I know a lot of people are kind of on the fence about Marvel nowadays. Yeah. I feel like they have been doing very well. They're they're cooking slowly. I'll say exactly. they're cooking. They're simmering. They're simmering. They're, they're microwaving to <laughs> just, just put, putting the uh, burner on low. Yeah. It's not popping off like popcorn, yeah. like how... Old Marvel is, and I say old Marvel as like before Endgame, yeah. right? This new stage of Endgame, you know, a lot of or after Endgame, excuse me. Marvel fans kind of like drifted off or really not liking the product. I've stuck with it, and yeah, there are some movies that are a lot better than others. And I will definitely say, yes, there are a couple movies I'm like, yeah. why did seriously, why did you have to make it and like put in the time frame, right? Yeah, but. You know, the last several months, I'm like, Marvel, Marvel's trying to cook something here. Just give him a little patience. That's exactly it. I'm always just like, just be patient. And mm-hmm. one of the things that people were patient for and turned out really well was Loki. Oh, and my God. we gosh. talked about the first half yes. uh, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, because, and you made a rule, which was we have to wait until episode four of a series that Marvel does before mm-hmm. we talk about it on the show. Mm-hmm. Because, oh my Mar- Like, episode, episode fours of anything, any new Marvel show, it is usually the pivoting point, especially if it's six episodes. That's the pivoting point, and it's like, okay, this is what we're going to focus on for the next two episodes. Yeah. And it was like, holy shit. Yeah, and Loki took that to a whole other degree. Oh my because gosh. Because... We, we, you know, we're, th- we're thinking, right, they're, they're going to fix the loom for the TVA. Mm-hmm. They're going to fix it. They're going to make sure everything works again. And, like, there's no need to destroy mass amounts of universes through mm-hmm. this loom and everything like that. Yeah. Three episodes being built to fix that. Three episodes going in to do this. Fourth episode, we think we have the solution. We have a Kang variant mm-hmm. who can go in, be scanned by a machine to go in and unlock these safety doors mm-hmm. to go and fix everything. Yep. He has the machine. He's ready to do it. 
instant vaporization. He's gone. Like spaghettified yeah. is what they want to say. Terrifyingly so. That was And the horrifying. scream. The scream of that. Oh, my gosh. Well, it was like he screamed and then it was like cut off. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it was like it kind of faded off. <sighs> and you, if, I don't know if you paid attention to it, but I saw it on uh, New Rockstars. You could see the skull. You could see like the bones. You could see the rib cage, mm-hmm. the jawline. It's like he's actually feeling this. Like every, he is feeling. It's not like an instant death. He is feeling yeah. all this pain. Oh my gosh! It was it was horrendous. It was but horrible. even before that, before that, like because uh, Miss Minutes and uh, oh god, yeah, Miss Minutes and what was her name? Renslayer. Renslayer. <laughs> they both like they're like they're trying to like get to him, right? And, you know, then TVA, they have to shut down Miss Minutes, like, turn her off mm-hmm. so, like, she doesn't bother us, right? And then, like, she's glitching out, and, you know, Victor comes, like, oh, stut- that's not a flattery, because he stutters. Yeah. And she's stuttering, because she's glitching out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's from the 1800s. 17, 1800s, he doesn't know what glitching is. Right. So, he's just like, oh, that's just, you know, that's not... Good form like, of flattery. You know, like yeah, you're, you being, fun you're being, you're being, you're. I mean, that's not, that's or not nice. Mercy, like, yeah, it's like, not, it's not nice to make fun of me. Right. And then it's like you'll never be him, and it's like, it's like kind of like her face, kind of like, because like you see her face is like the clock, but part of it's like ripped off. Yeah. She's like, like has no she's eye. Away. Yeah, she's fading away, and it's like you'll never be him. And part of that is like, oh, so you'll never be this kind of king because he's a bad guy. Yeah, I think she was trying to tell him, like, oh, yeah, sacrifice yourself. Mm, be, be the one to sacrifice. Be, you know, don't be like this guy who's, you know, this almighty leader. Be be different. And then yeah. he was definitely different. He was a bowl of spaghetti. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It, that, that moment, I'm just like, oh, boy. <laughs> well, I was like, I was sitting there, I was like, all right, here we go. He's going to do it. Like, there's enough time. You can get through it. And, oh, my God, he died. Yep. Uh, I was right. just like everyone, the rest of the cast. I was just like, what, oh, what happened? I was like, I was, it, uh, what? and then, as if that wasn't enough, the whole thing just damn explodes. It, it explodes, and then it's coming at Loki, right? And we've seen Loki's face, and he, like, he's kind of like waiting for it, and then screen goes to black. No sound, no music, no outro, nothing. Yeah. Just goes to the credits. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what the hell do we have in here? The way they did that, not only the scene itself, not only taking all the music away to make it feel like, yeah, everything just is gone. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this because I saw something like the next day or whatever that was like the official Instagram page for Loki took everything down. Everything. Literally everything was gone except one thing that was like, Miss Minutes on a temp pad. Just uh, going, uh, uh, yeah, Jurassic Park uh, uh, reference. Uh, uh. Just like waggling her finger and everything. And that was it. And I was like, that is awesome. Like, so that, that's a so team that understood. That marketing, they should have oh. gotten like triple, quadruple their paycheck for thinking about that. It's like, hey, I have episode four. We're going to cut everything off and just have yeah. Miss Minutes just go, uh, uh, uh. And... That was honestly, that was honestly awesome. We're like, okay, so now you're hooked. You better come on. You're invested. And and by the way, I read about this. Disney Plus crashed a couple of times because everybody tried to get into Loki at that time. <laughs> everybody tried to get into Loki at that time. That's so awesome. it, the entire website 
was not ready to. He could handle it. It couldn't handle every single Marvel fan being like, "Okay, like That's I need to awesome. watch it." I, luckily, I wasn't one of those crashed. No, I wasn't. Because I got in and I'm like, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Actually, no. You know what? I th- So, it might have happened for me at the very beginning. Because I wasn't able to watch it until... Because it was coming out on Tuesdays at 9 o'clock. Yeah, Thursdays. I wasn't able to, Thursdays. Thursdays, yes. Thank you. I wasn't able to watch it until the next day. Because I was you know, working and everything like that. So, I was mm-hmm. like, alright. Next day, totally fine. Sitting down to watch it. Four or five minutes into the episode, it crashes. So I was like, Okay. That's not typically uncommon for me with mm-hmm. my TV, Disney Plus, Wi-Fi, and everything like that. I've had some issues with that happening before for like Star Wars stuff and everything yeah. like that. So I'm like, why'd you have to do it right then? So I just mm-hmm. hit refresh, backed out, did it again, worked totally fine. Hell of a payoff. It Hell was like, payoff. you're not ready. Take a breath. Start again. <laughs> Get ready. Get ready for this. And so I mean, episode five was a good. It was a fine episode because it like it showed where everybody was on the timeline. Mm-hmm. Casey. Absolute asshole. In yeah. the, like, he, he's from, uh, what prison was Alcatraz. it? Alcatraz. Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. He was one of the escapees that, uh, like, I think two definitely, maybe three escapees yeah. from Alcatraz ever, and he was one of them. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's kind of a smart guy. That's how Ken Casey is. <clears throat> um, Officer B, B15? Yeah. B15 was a doctor, so in she, like, cared. In New York, in New York during. That time, like in 2012, I think it was. Yeah, right before the Avengers stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, I forget, it's not, a, it's not a pediatrician. Is that the kids? Because yeah. maybe. And I think she was a pediatrician because she was out uh, having with a kid. Mobius was a damn jet ski he was a jet salesman. salesman. He was a jet ski salesman. And the first part we get is just Mobius. And like he's just ri- he's riding a jet ski, and what oh, we think oh. is on water. Yeah. And he's like he's moving away, and he's just having a fun time. It's just the fans yeah. trying to bone his hair. And I'm like, okay, that finally paid off. Thank goodness. It was so good. And then was there was there anybody else? Oh, um, Obi. Oh, Obi. Yeah, I was thinking like his long name. I was like Obi. Ouroboros. Ouroboros was a uh, he was a science fiction author. And he couldn't get any of his books sold, but like he had these ideas of like all this kind of stuff, and nobody would buy his books. Like I would definitely buy his book, yeah, but if he's he's a great writer. But that was where he was on the timeline, and Loki's going to all these guys and making you know a temporal like one of those doors uh, to get everybody there. It's like okay, we all have our aura, so we can all be at the same time, yeah. and then. Universes are spaghettifying and dying off because the Temple Room is still kind of messed up. And Loki finally gets his power of traveling back into time, which he gets into episode four, and then we go back at it yeah. again. He finally got hold of the time skips. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like that they were kind of. Well, no, they weren't necessary. I don't think they were toying with it in the first episode because it was like. He was stuck in the past because of the time skips, mm-hmm. talking with OB and everything like that. Yep. This was the first time we're seeing, like, oh, he can do it. Yeah. Like, he, he's he, learning he, how he finally do. mastered it. Yeah, that was really cool. It was really cool how, like, like, that scene was very cool. And then he gets back into uh, the TVA, and he's like, okay, I can control it. I know what I got to do. Mm-hmm. And it starts off, it's like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll fix everything, we'll fix everything. So he goes back a little further and further, trying to... Make sure Tommy, you know, gets the job done, and he's beginning fine. It's beginning fine. Like he's dying, 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 
And at one point, he just tell, he asked Hobie, he's like, how long, you know, say I'm a quick learner, you know, I am a god. How long do you think it's going to take me to know everything you know? Oh, centuries. And then we just get centuries later. And it was like, he spent hundreds of years to learn physics to like, or all that stuff to like completely understand, like, know what's going to happen, everything. And we find out wasn't worth it. Yeah. Was not worth it. It would still fail no matter what. Because you can't control infinite. Yeah. You cannot control an infinite amount. And at that moment, because you and I were watching this. We were watching the finale. I forgot we were watching it together. We yeah. were, because one of the scenes was like, dude, we were freaking punching each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was second grade again. Uh, but we never punched each other. We never had altercations that high yeah. at uh, second grade. But, a little joke. But um, we were just sitting there and we're like, oh shit. It's not enough. So, like, it's going to explode anyway. Oh, boy. So then, what does Loki have to think? Like, okay, I cannot fix the the temporal loom to explode. Where do I have to go back to make sure it doesn't explode? I have to go all the way back to Kang. To season one finale for He Who Remains, variant of Kang, with Sylvie, who's trying to kill him. And it was like... Okay, I think we know this is going. Like he has to, he has to kill her to stop everything. He has to protect TVA. He has to protect the world. And he has this great conversation with he who remains. Yeah. Right. I need to watch that conversation again. It, it was so very good. good. It was very good. And he who remains, like he's like, I know what's gonna happen. Like he's like, how, how many conversations have we had? Is this the first time? Because he knew, like. She's going to kill me. Like, oh, you know, that's a shock to me. Like, I know you're going to come back. Yeah. You're going to come back and save me. Here we are. I'll, I'll see you again. Like, this is, this is going to be fine. And he's about to, like, kick him back or, like, restart everything. Yeah, restart Loki. everything for the fight. Then we get to see Loki, Loki stop and top. Oh, just his little putting a finger up. Mm-hmm. And, and even he who remains is like, oh, he did it. And then he's like, how many times? What do you think this isn't the first time we've had this conversation? And Kane just goes, like, one point to Loki. So, Kang out was out, he remains was outdone mm-hmm. by Loki. And it's like, okay, you're more of a threat than I know of. So, let's have this little conversation. Yeah. And he points out that it, it's a failsafe. Like, if something happens to me, it mm-hmm. explodes, and the only timeline that remains is a sacred timeline. Mine. And I'm back here anyway. Mm-hmm. So, it really does not matter what you do, I'm the king. Yeah. So I was like, what are you going to do? You that's wanna, leading, you wanna, to, that's leading to probably the greatest 10, 15 minutes of Marvel that's passed in you. His glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. He, uh, like, man, how do, how do you even start talking about this? Like, his confidence, like, in the entirety of this episode where he's like, I can fix it, I can go back, I can learn this. Because I can, I can have again. everything. I can yeah. have everything. I literally have time at my fingertips. Realizing that that means nothing really kind of hit him for a while. Like He was mm-hmm. kind of broken up about it for a second. He was like, I look, like there's, there's nothing I can do. Like Thousands, billions, infinite universes are going to die because of me. Like, mm-hmm. 
unless, and he's like, I'll change your equation. Yeah. I'll change your equation. Yeah. And he goes back, back to the, uh, uh, TVA in the uh, bunk. I don't know exactly what room I was calling. I call it the bunker. Because right beside the temple room. And he's like, he's like, I just got to go. He took one last look at his friends. He's like, I know what I got to do. So he goes downstairs and he knows what, what kind of god he has to be. Because it was hinted at season one and season two. He wants everything. Yeah. He wants people to be in his company. He wants he wants all the power. And then later on, he's like, I don't want a throne. He's like, I don't want to sit at a throne. Like, I want everybody to be, you know, happy. Yeah. And the one true way is to he him being on a throne. So he goes out. Into that radiation, into that field, with the temporal loom, and he gets hit in his like his like suit, you know, his shirt and tie, fading away, and comes into his like his actual suit. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, what the hell is it turning into? Like yeah, I was like, both, I was kind of like, wait a minute, what is this? We both had moments of like, is like, is this him dying? Like, what's yeah, what I was saying, I was like, is this him dying? Like, what is he trying to like a self sacrifice? Like, what is this? And he's getting into like his suit. And he has his crown, which was like his big gold helmet, is just a little... It was like a black yeah. circlet almost, mm-hmm. with horns that like kept it was, extending. It was the horns that were kept extending, and it kept getting bigger and bigger. And with his power, he was like exp- like expanding the temporal room and destroying it. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you caught this, and I, I'm kind of like, he kind of looked de-aged a little bit. He looked older as the radiation was wearing on him. He looked like Richard E. Grant for a little bit. Hit, like his face kind of looked getting older, but I did not catch it. That. It looked like Richard E. Grant because what? Oh, because in uh, season one, okay. when you get all the uh, all the Loki variants, Richard E. Grant plays classic Loki, and I'm just like, how much money did they have to pay him to make him wear that? Because that looked, I, I like obviously back in those days, like they they wanted to wear like weird. Like, eye-catching stuff for the reader to read. Yeah. To, like, oh, like, oh, this is what Loki wears. But put that live action in 20, what was it, 2021? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, why is Richard E. Grant wearing that? That looks ridiculous at all. Yeah. But he looked kind of like Richard E. Grant a little bit. He exploded the, te- the temporal loom. And all the dead timelines. All the, they were all dead. They were all dead at that yeah. point. They had, like, <clears throat> some grip of life. And then Loki... Grabs them all, kind of like hooks them in between, and it actually becomes. And you point this out, it, like it's becoming him, his like little cape in the back, yeah, was becoming like timelines and stuff. They're all attached. Cape off his back. Mm-hmm. So, it's so, good. so he looks back one more time, and he goes to the end of time, which is where he who remains was, and he goes up the stairs with all these timelines, and he, you know, he's holding on to every single timeline he can. And like keeping him alive as much. Goes up to a little seat, like a little chair throne, and he sits there at the end of time with all of the timelines. And the most beautiful thing. Because once it all connects and like they're all full of life, we get kind of like we, we all get zoomed back. Traveling shot. Great traveling back. shot. All oh. the way to the back. And we see this green little orb. And it's like, okay, this is a little different. Kind of zooms up and turns. And then it was Yggdrasil. Which tree, is the tree life. of life. Yeah. The tree ah. of life where everything is connected. And it was like, that was the most beautiful shot. Yeah, it was. Oh my. That's, I really need to find that soundtrack of his, like, walk down the ramp. 
to look at the temporal loom and like pulling the loom apart and everything like that and reattaching it into Yggdrasil. Like I've got to find that soundtrack. It's it was so, beautiful. It was like hauntingly beautiful because like I think it was episode five. Like he's getting all the people together. Mm-hmm. He's talking with Sylvie about like he doesn't want to be alone. Like he's afraid yep. of being alone. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about. Like he wants people in his company, and he's found people at the TVA who kind of get him and like are his friends. Now, like, he realizes that the only way to do it is he has to sit on a throne, which he no longer wants, but also and being alone. has to be alone. He and has to be alone. It, like, it zooms back in on Idrisil at the very end, and it cuts through the, like the trunk, little, quote, yeah. quote, because it's all the time. Like, all, all the little, like, yeah. Cuts through it, and you just see him. Like, he can see it all. Mm-hmm. So he sees, he sees that everyone, everyone is alive, is doing well, the timelines are good. He knows it's all worth it. Tom Hiddleston. Is now the king of Marvel. We Absolutely. all thought it was RDJ. Yeah. And it's what not become Tom Hiddleston. What a person to pass the torch to, though. Like, Robert Downey Jr. kind of started, you know, started the whole thing off with Iron Man and led into uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. where he ultimately had to pass the torch to somebody. Mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston picked that up with the gravitas that he possesses as a god. Because that, that was the question, like, who's going to be, like, the like the one that all Marvel fans are going to, like, kind of gravitas towards. It's like, oh, it could be Tom Holland, but like, eh, maybe. Well, Elizabeth Olsen is a beautiful woman, but <laughs> like, and that was the first thing was WandaVision was yeah. the very first. I'm like, okay, it could be Wanda. But after seeing Loki and just where he was in the end of Thor to where he is at the end of season two of Loki, totally different people. But yeah, and like the unanimous support that that show got because I feel like when I, when I first watched season one, I was like, okay, this is still great. Like, it's still good. I just, you know, Loki's not my favorite character or anything like that. But yeah. after this, I'm like, he may still not be my favorite character of all time, but man, did he have one hell of a redemption arc. Like, oh my God. Everything, like you just said, everything starting from Thor till now. Like, oh my God. Like, and, like, Tom, and Tom deserves all the credit in the yes. world because, and, and here's the thing. No, I don't think anybody wants to re- be remembered from one certain person, sure. right? You don't want one character to be your only character, yeah. right? But there, there's just some actors who live it, and some people don't. Like, and I get it, like RDJ with Tony Stark's Iron Man, they had their time. He wanted to leave, but he left on a great mark, and you know he was tremendous as Strauss and Oppenheimer. Uh, he was a great villain in that. He was like the villain because he was the one that kind of made Oppenheimer into a. Was like you know, doing all the testifying against him. Yeah, pretty much. And he wanted to do his own thing. Like, you know, that's great. Tom Hiddleston from 2011 to, you know, for 12 years, this has been his life. And it's like, holy crap. Yeah. And I don't think this is the end. Like, obviously, he's probably going to be behind the scenes in a little bit and not be. I was going to say, it's probably going to be more of a limited thing. Yeah, um, he's probably not going to be back until like an Avengers sure. movie, but it's like Loki survives. We are going to see him again. He will return. Yeah, but that series, especially, that's been I think one of the best things Marvel has put out, series wise, for sure. Yes, absolutely. And and coming on like the kind of like uh, a, a bit of a Marvel slump, like you know people. People are entitled to their opinions and everything mm-hmm. like that, but a lot of those opinions have been saying like Marvel has been going downhill recently. Like there's their projects just aren't delivering that kind it's of punch. It's half baked, and I think that's yeah. been the main thing is like these characters. Like it's not that like we don't want to support these characters. It's just like Marvel has been like rapidly producing, mm-hmm. 
And it's just like they're wearing and tearing on these actors and everyone behind the scenes, the visual effects artists. Yeah. It's like Marvel's just pumping out. I'm like, what made Marvel successful was like a movie or two a year. Mm-hmm. And you give these directors, producers time, like all these writers, actors enough time to like kind of catch your breath, grasp into the character, make great work. Yep. And there's still some that falls. Like Thor of the Dark World, that's probably the worst marvel film i think with iron man 2 i think iron man 2 thor the dark world guardians 2 not really but like it's lower but there's some movies that like they don't hit the mark that we expect them sure but why you know what are people saying is the worst ones people are saying right now the worst ones are eternal she-hawk because like it's too much i want to like let these characters bake like we have to understand them yeah and they're just like, they're rapid through some, like, okay, here's Wanda, here's Loki, here's, you know, Moon Knight, here's Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm like, give us a break. And that's exactly Shoot. the problem is that, like, with making all these characters so quickly and all these projects coming out, it's like... And we all have to pay attention because they're all interconnected. What did we, what did we get in, like, one year? We got... Like, in 2021, we got WandaVision in the beginning of January. Then right after that, we got Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then we got, right after that, we got Loki. What? Right after that, we got Black Widow. Right after that, we got... Uh, no, I think I thought there was another series in between that. Um, was that the first I, I can if? look it up. Huh? Was that the first season of What If? Uh, it could have been the first season of What If. Is that I know Shang like it was Shang Chi's right after, and then Eternals was quick after that, and then Eternals was pretty quick. So I'm and gonna look. I, yeah, I'm gonna look at it how well, it is. There were six projects in 2021 alone, and it's like, yep. I, no, there were seven. Seven. There was so there's One Division and Falcon Winter Soldier. First season of Loki, Black Widow, What If, Shang-Chi, then had like a couple months break of Eternals, and then Hawkeye was in Christmas. So seven projects in 2021. Here was 2022. Moon Knight, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Miss Marvel, Thor Love and Thunder, uh, then it was Groot, then it was She-Hulk, Werewolf by Night, and Wakanda Forever, and then they had the Gardens of the Galaxy Christmas special. See, and that's a problem is that like... I couldn't even tell you anything about Moon Knight anymore. Like, the fact that all those projects got buried just because so many came out in one year, it's a pro- It's not even that, like, oh, these characters are bad. No, these characters are fine. Like, like Oscar Isaac? Are you kidding yeah, me? Like, that I is will, probably one of the best actors besides Samuel L. Jackson in the MCU Now, today. I will say that, like, She-Hulk is not my favorite project. No. Because, I mean, <laughs> it just... It's a total tonal shift from some mm-hmm. of the things we've seen, but it's, it's lighthearted. It was supposed to be, and that's fine. Yeah. But it's like people aren't giving like enough time to these characters to develop. They want mm-hmm. like an RDJ level Iron Man character to be dropped like first time, and it's no, like that's it not gonna happen. happen anymore. And because like with this being part of a larger universe, uh, these films and projects, these characters need more time to develop. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna be perfect in one outing. Like hell, yep. like people probably. I say probably. I'm not really sure about it, but I don't know if people were totally on board with like. Captain America the first time he came around because it was a good movie but he still needed time to develop into that good like perfect like good man good soldier that we saw him become later on in those yep. movies and shows and it's like you just have to give these characters time Loki had a great start in 2011 and only got better over time because mm-hmm. people were patient with him Yeah, you're not going to have a giant success like that 
once off, and it's like you just have to wait. And I think I think that's on fans and Marvel itself mm-hmm. because Marvel is just like, oh, we want money, 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 money. We like we, we have to capitalize on this money, so it's give them everything, yeah. even if it's not our best. And that's why Marvel's kind of like falling back now. And a lot of these movies, really besides Guardians, it. has just been kind of bombing a little bit more. And it's not that the Marvels is a bad movie or bad cast, bad CGI or anything like that. It's that these Marvel fans are like, we are sick of trying to catch up on these. And I'm I'm going to count them, but like, I'm pretty sure there's been like, I want to say 20 projects in three years. And like, it's, and like when there's like 27 throughout 2008 to 2019, that's different. That's like spread. Like 27 and 11. That's fine. Yeah. When there's 20 plus in three, that is so much plus, you know, a lot of the shows and everything. It's a ton of burnout for people watching and people working on it. Like, there's, excuse me, there's just not enough, like, there's not enough time to really gravitate towards these characters and get a better understanding of them. Because it's like, all right, now we have to move on to the next one that's coming out in a week. Like, there's just not, there's just not enough time there. 22 in three years. Oh. 22 projects in years. three years. So, you have 40-plus projects, like shows and movies included, in, you know, from 2008 to 20... Because nothing came out in 2024. Well, I mean, what if... So, I didn't even count what if. So, 23. So, 23 in three years. That is ridiculous. Because I didn't even, I didn't even include what eight, if season two. That's almost eight projects a year. Seriously. That's ridiculous. And, and there's a lot of fatigue and fans. I'm like, the part of me is like, yes, we get a lot of Marvel content. But it's not the best Marvel content because you're not letting it soak in. You're not letting it bake. You're not filling out all the plot holes. You're not giving time to make these projects worth anything. Now, you could say 2021 like was the first year to have so many of those projects coming right off the heels of COVID. Yes. That's a point where like everyone was seeing like economic downturn and like drops mm-hmm. in profit and everything like yeah. that. So Marvel kind of wanted to boost that back up. Continuing to do that for two more years, that's not a that's good idea. That's not a good idea. Like, at that point, I feel like the stuff they had put out in 2021, early 22, was, it was, was good. It was really good. So, like, it, they're kind of getting that fan base churning again, getting that money back and everything. Like, and, then okay. they kept, and then they kept the train going, and these fans are like, hey, 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 we got to slow down. We can't go like, bro, a million miles back. Station back there. Like, we, like, we need some time to, like, kind of gather ourselves, yeah. and the train wants to go faster. And I'm glad what they're doing now is they're like, okay, we we messed up. So, like, all right, we'll back off. So, Marvel has Echo, which is going to drop January 9th. Yeah, coming out from the day of recording, like, like a couple days. days. Yeah, like on, on Tuesday when we record yeah. this. I think, when you say you're going to upload this, like... This is getting up, uh, like, actually, it's coming out on the 9th. Oh, Echo? it's coming out? Oh, no, so Echo, it's coming. Echo's coming out on the 9th? Yes. This is going up the day before. Oh so, wow! Okay, so if you're listening now, Echo's it'll be up, it'll be out tomorrow at nine o'clock uh, yeah. Eastern time. But so you got Echo coming around, coming around a bit. Uh, little train reference, but I'm Bush. Uh, you have Deadpool, which so many fans were excited. Not just Marvel fans, fans yeah. like this is gonna bring back old Fox fans because Hugh Jackman's in this. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds fans because Ryan Reynolds is seriously the funniest man on the planet. Hugh Jackman fans that were Fox fans, yes. Before. Yep, and Brian Reynolds will then, because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, like multiverse, like who's going to be in this movie? Like that's going to draw some people in. Yep. And there may be a show or two at the end, maybe Agatha's show, like Agatha Harkness. 
maybe her show comes well, at the also, end. So I have this written down um, because of something you sent me. We'll just talk about it real quick. Um, is there a possibility we get What If Season 3 this year? Whew. Because, I, like, I don't know. Not not even one day after the show wrapped. No. Did you I don't think it was on, I, don't th- I don't think it was even on December 30th. I think it was on the 20th or 29th. Very possibly, yeah. Like it was it was a video and it was um a sneak peek of It was a sneak peek of season, season 3 episode. and it was Winter Soldier and the Red Guardian, which I'm I'm And then Lawrence Fishburne, uh Fishburne's character. And this is like in the 90s or something like that. And I'm like, if they already what the hell? If, <laughs> I'm seeing something right now. I'm like blowing my mind. <laughs> I've done the I've done the magic. Andrew loves pulling this out whenever we're with family. Like I I set up. We're drinking root beer right now. It's like mm-hmm. two o'clock in the afternoon. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. So we're taking it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just I've drank a lot of it to the point that the can can like sit at an angle on like the little round part down at the bottom here. But I don't know. It's just a little. That's gonna that's gonna blow my mind. That's gonna be distracting for the next <laughs> couple minutes. Holy crap. Um. But yeah, it was like, if we could get season three, I think that would be really good. Mm-hmm. And we are going to talk about that in a little bit yeah. later on we'll season two. We're going to talk about season two. But th- I think that's the thing. It's like, Marvel, slow the hell down. Yes. And it's like, you don't need to just have an entire year, like, no Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you do one show, one movie, maybe two shows in a movie for, throughout a 12-month calendar... I think that's fine. Yeah. So then you have Marvel fans like, you want to get those guys, those people back. Okay, give them time to watch all the stuff. Give them time to like come back in. And then we can build towards Avengers 5, which, you know, it was called the Kang Dynasty. We'll get to that later on. And then Secret Wars. Yeah. There's the two next Avenger uh, movies, which we'll be very excited for. Yeah. But um, you just... I just think that was the bad part of Marvel. It's just like, if we're going at an eight-something-a-year pace, like, someone's going to miss it because, you know, life doesn't stop, and you can't just stop to just watch Marvel. So people get up with their jobs and family life and things. Well, it's also... Where like, are you going to miss? You're going to miss stuff. Some of the projects that come out, like, if you're doing eight a year, people are going to pick and choose which ones they want to watch and then maybe get lost in some of the future stuff. It's like, yep. well... Who the heck is this like, person? You're not going to like the Marvels as much because you didn't like Miss Marvel or you didn't like yeah. certain episodes of WandaVision. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of on you. But, yeah. well, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like people do need a, a slowdown, not necessarily a reset, but no. they, need, they need time. Yeah. But. So I think that's good on the Marvel, like on Marvel, just to be like, hey, we, we see that we screwed up. Yeah. So we're not putting out half baked eight freaking things a year so we can just get money. Yeah. Like they're going back to quality over quantity. Yes. And they, that's where they and that's where it is. Like the best these are not like besides Shang Chi, Guardians Three, and No Way Home, like movies in four and five and what kind of forever's in that list too. Some people like it, some people don't. Like those are the four movies like, oh wow, these are really good movies. And like they can be you know top of the top. I think Guardians Three is probably their best movie of the Guardians franchise. Yeah, right? absolutely. Shang-Chi, you know, uh, Shang-Chi was an incredible dive into this character. Yeah. Um, even though the third act was like, okay, like Dragon Fight, mm, I don't know about that. You take that back. That was awesome. It was awesome, but I'm like, where it was going, it was like, this was not what I was expecting, but okay. Um, but, like, it was like, like, the third act was kind of like, eh, like, okay, little, little head turn. 
but it was still a very good movie. Yeah. Wakanda Forever, obviously it's tough because uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away. So it's like, where can this go from here? And then, uh, what was the other movie I just mentioned? Guardians. Oh, no, No Way Home. That was just, I don't even know if that was just really MCU. That was just a great movie overall. That was beautiful fan service. There's just beautiful it. fan service. Yeah. I think, I was talking with Andrew about it a long time ago. Um, like, Shang-Chi, I think, did really well, not only because, like, you know, it's a great adaptation of a Marvel character that some people just never heard of. Like, mm-hmm. a great way to bring this character in. It looked great. Honestly, I really liked it because, and we talked about it. It's like, if it didn't have the Marvel tag on it, it would be a great original movie. Great like, original movie. Like, everything, like, the lore behind it and everything, and, like, just the acting and the delivery of it, just, it felt like a classic Kung Fu movie, almost. Mm-hmm. It felt amazing. But, yes. like, having that Marvel brand attached to it just added more to it. It added more to it, and, yeah, I, like I said, I think Shang-Chi has been, that and the Guardians have been my top two movies of the multiverse saga and because like you know black widow should not have been in phase four yeah we've talked about that a lot like black widow should should have been in phase three hundred percent exact copy and paste story would have been just fine taskmaster would have been kind of like okay a little disappointing but still fine movie sure right love and thunder there's a lot of mess into that uh through a lot of ways um, even though Gordy God Butcher was the best part of it, it was just kind of like, yeah. But, like, I'm glad Marvel is now just, like, understanding, like, hey, if you give a story time to bake, if you let them cook, they're going to be awesome. Yeah, don't just preheat it. Let yeah, it cook. let it cook. Let it simmer. Put it in the oven at 350. We're fine. Yeah. Uh, so we are almost out of time on this recording session. We are, of course, going to do a second one. But mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about a couple quick things real fast just to kind of Put them out there so that way we can roll into like Marvels and what if on the mm-hmm. second half. Um, we alluded to it earlier with the conversation about Loki. Mm-hmm. Some, I'll say like disappointing news. Um, Jonathan Majors has been fired from the role of Kang as he mm-hmm. was found, or he I guess uh, pled guilty in mm-hmm. his assault case. I think he was found guilty. I don't know if he pled guilty. I, I pled non guilty. I think I heard that it, it could have been. I but think I either way, we'll, I'll fact check that later, and we'll come back mm-hmm. and um, everything like that. But either way, yes, he has been fired from the role and everything like that. And um, so I think they're looking for replacements for him now. But Maybe. right now, everything that was labeled under like Avengers: Kang Dynasty had just been changed to Avengers Five for mm-hmm. now. Uh, so it's possibly going to get reworked uh, mm-hmm. and everything like that. But we'll see what happens down the line with that. Um, and then something that happened pretty quickly after Loki wrapped was the announcing of uh, Pedro Pascal as mm-hmm. Reed Richards for Fantastic Four. Yep. Um, I saw quite a bit of love for that casting. I also saw some people that were just a little... I don't even know the right word for it. People were a little less enthused than I thought they would have been. Um just because I, feel I think like, I think because John Krasinski, because a lot of people liked, you know, Multiverse of Madness bringing him. Because a lot of people fan casted him as Reed Richards before. Sure. So they're like, oh, we wanted Krasinski more than Pedro. Yeah. Which I'm one of those people. I'm like, if I would have picked, I would love to see 
a multiverse version of John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. But Pedro Pascal is a tremendous actor. Yeah. Great in as Mando and Mandalorian. Tremendous in The Last of Us. Even though I've not seen an episode yet. Oh, bro. Like, and I've also never played the game. So, like, oh. I'm, I'm out on The Last of Us for right now. And I get the disgust on Ryan's face right now. It's but, not disgust. Which is, like, disappointment. Yes. But I'm not mad. I'm even though... Yeah. But... And even, I forget his character's name in Wonder Woman 1984. Max uh, Lord. Max Lord. He he was just funny in that role he anyway. He created a whole new movie. He created a whole new movie. Like, it's good. It can be better. Uh, and he was absolutely funny in that. So he's a tremendous actor. And he was also in uh, The Kingsman. Uh, yes, he was, he was in The King. One. Yep, he was. And First he, thing I saw him in. Mm-hmm. He's been, he was also in Game of Thrones. as yes, like a low role. So, like, he's been around, and his stuff on SNL is funny as a oh Hispanic mom. <laughs> my son don't have ADD. He just like to jump. <laughs> and I, like, I love him. He, like, he's very serious. He's very funny. He's a tremendous actor. He was in a Nick Cage movie where he was, like, a big fan. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. Oh, my God. And he was funny in that. So, yes, like, he, he, he can do a lot. And I'm excited for what he can do in Fantastic Four. Yes. But I wanted to see more of Krasansky because, like, that Multiverse of Madness, he just got sp- he got spaghettified like Jonathan Majors, Kang, yeah. and, or Victor Timely, I should say. Um, he got spaghettified, and I'm like, I want to see more of Krasansky. Like, why'd you... Well, but like, like he had been, Krasinski was almost Captain America, so it would have been cool to have somebody who like had auditioned for a role come back in this other one. Because mm-hmm. Marvel's no stranger to that. Like yep. Tom Hiddleston tried for Loki or, or tried for Thor, Thor and yeah, then became Loki and got Loki, and then even somebody else um, like auditioned for a role and got a kind of different part, but I don't remember who it was. Um, yeah, on, nothing. Way, yeah, nothing's but, coming up to me now. Yeah. But um, it, it's like. It, you know, Marvel's no stranger to that kind of yeah. thing. So, it would have been cool to see Krasinski keep that um, Reed Richards job. And, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I full on agree. That would have been awesome. But, um, I just, I'm under the impression that, like, if Pedro Pascal learned how to, like, be in that Mandalorian suit and act and, like, deliver emotions fully helmeted, you can't see his face or anything like that, but you can still tell how the character is feeling. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do just fine. He he's he's done tremendous, and you only seen his face like I think like two or three times in the show. What I can remember in the whole of the show, you see it three times. In a whole three times. In the whole of the three seasons that he's, actually, I mean that that's tremendous then. Yeah, because it was it, it was very end of season one when the robot uh, saved them, mm-hmm. like gave him like spray or whatnot. Yep. Then when they were in that base and he had to take off the helmet, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I didn't see your face." Bill Burr's like, "I didn't see your face." And I guess in season three, because I didn't know nope, season, season three. Season two's finale, he takes the helmet off again. I forget, and I just don't remember season two for now. But You're terrible. No, I'm kidding. I know. It's been years. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I agree with you. Like, if Pedro Pascal can make Mando such a lovely character, and you hardly see the guy's face, that's truly that's an incredible level of talent. That mm-hmm. I think you know he'll be able to he'll be able to make this work for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also I feel like he's talked about like. I mean, obviously, he auditioned for it and got it. Like, he's been open to the idea of doing these Marvel movies for a long mm-hmm. time. Most actors just kind of avoid Some people, now. some because some people don't, like, Martin Scorsese doesn't think it's cinema. Which, it's not trying to be. Like, yeah, it's, it's not trying, trying to, be, to be, like, this great film. It's just, you know, trying to, you know, have fun with well, it. Well, it's also, like, some don't like doing these, like, 
longer longer contracts and or CGI. CGI is kind of rough for some people. Like, there's a lot of complaints that are very well justified. Mm -hmm. Um, Except for Martin Scorsese's, I don't like that. But that's beyond the point. That's just a commentary. That's yeah. Um, But yeah, like I'm, I'm real excited to see what he can do with this. So it's still gonna be year to two years before we see that movie. I think I think it's supposed to be 2025 oh damn so it's another year damn. but I mean still like I, I'm with you I mean I'm super excited just because he is one of those guys like a lot of people love him uh, for different things which is awesome you don't want to just be oh just he's one known for one role he's done tremendous in several even some comedy ones or serious ones and he's gonna do I think he's gonna do a really good job as Reed Richards. He's already got the mix of having a serious tone and a comedic tone that Marvel has done really well with in the mm-hmm. past. Yes. Like, it's not just like we're going all jokes or we're going all serious. He's got that good balance. If so. he if he kind of mentions about how James Gunn was kind of acts and like it's serious and then he just, you know, turns it on a little yeah. bit and then gets back to serious, it's going to be a better delivery. Yeah. But yeah. if Hispanic mom comes out and just like, uh, there's another one is like, uh, my has depression. He just liked the dark. <laughs> and like, if he delivers Hispanic mom in that, oh my gosh. It's going to be a great day. All right. Well, uh, we'll, get, we'll take a quick break real quick. Did I say quick enough in that sentence? I'm not sure. I don't know if you did. We'll take a quick break and then, uh, you know, we'll roll right into some other important stuff. All righty. Hope you guys enjoyed that short little break we got. Because um, we're rolling into some business. Oh, yeah. Um, so coming hot off the heels of Loki's finale. Um, like, literally not even a month, I don't think. I don't think. It was like a couple weeks, probably. Yeah. No. I, actually, no. So the finale was on Thursday. So the finale was on Thursday. And the Marvels, because sometimes it was on that Thursday, it came out that Friday. Oh, I am wow. very confident in that. Yeah. Well then, because like it was like the first like back to back in a while. Yeah, because we were like okay. Because we'll we watched because yeah. we watched the Loki finale on that Thursday night, and then that Sunday we watched the Marvels. That's right. Because I think Friday we were gonna go see it, but I was like, hey, I'm, like we got a family thing, I can't mm-hmm. make it. Saturday, I think you might have had something, yeah. or we just couldn't make it work yeah. that day, so we were like, Sunday it is. Yep. Um. Contrary to what most of the fans think, I really enjoyed. I I liked it. Uh, there was one. The one thing I didn't like was the flark and stuff. I thought it was funny, but I'm like, I, I you were dying, you were dying, asshole. and I was just kind it of was like, because so I I was just kind of like, oh, like I, I liked it, and like oh, it was kind of comedic, like oh, let the flarkin eat you. I'm like, <laughs> well, um, what happens if they just don't vomit up? Like you just. He was like, yep, just die, bitch. I'm like, uh. yeah, that's the one. That's that's the, that was the one thing. I'm just kind of like, I don't know if that needed to be in the sure. episode, but sure. Yeah. Like, I'm going to live with it. But that's the one thing I was just kind of like, if I could, if I could seriously edit something, it'd be that. Sure. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I would edit, yeah, honestly. That's, yeah, that's okay. Um, I, I just think overall, the movie was... It was fun. I really thought it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like we've had this conversation. Was it the best thing Marvel's ever done? No, no not by a long shot. But was it fun? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Marvel tries to go for in most cases. They're not yeah. trying to be the best thing ever. Like, no. Not one of their movies has won an Oscar. Yeah. They're not aiming for that. Mm-hmm. They're just like, this is fun. Let's just yeah. keep doing it. I, I assume so, anyway. Yeah. As an idiot. But um, 
I really was laughing quite a bit in the theater, mostly because of that cat thing. Like, that was really, really dumb, but also... Because <laughs> you were dying, and I was just kind of like, what? And, Why and, like, are we doing this? I'm pretty this? sure the couple next to me, like, the guy's girlfriend was really laughing, and then the guy was just like, what the fuck is going on? That's exactly like, how I was. I'm like, like, dude, it's what? just funny. Just let it happen. Yeah, you know, I, like, I let it happen, but just like, okay? Like, yeah. that's just not... Um, right. I really liked all three, like all three of the our main characters. I thought mm-hmm. they were really, really fun. They, pl- I think they played their roles to a T. Yeah. Um, I think Brie Larson has done fine as Captain Marvel. Uh, could her character around be you know better? Because like how Captain Marvel was in the beginning is like, oh, I'm a self, I'm kind of confident in my own abilities. I don't need to learn anything. And at the end, it's like, oh, I'm just a confident woman and I don't need to learn. Like, yeah, you know, scrolls are the good guys now. But, like, she's still – I didn't really see a lot of change in Captain Marvel. And, like, her, she's still trying to, like, change. And from beginning to end is a different character. Uh, Miss Marvel, Mama Khan is – she like, she's exactly her character. She is a teenager and she's like, oh, my gosh, this is so she fun. Is so she played good. her role. And she's not a trained actress. She's yeah. not a trained actress, and she's killing her role she because so she's amazing. funny. Yeah. Like, her, she is an absolute, in, in terms of how a kid is, she's an idiot, but, I'm like, that, that, that's, that's what kids are. They're like, oh, my gosh, like, you say, have yeah. to be my best friend. I was about to say, that tracks for how people that age group act. Like, if we, if, seriously, put us in that moment, it's like, we are absolute idiots. Exactly. We are absolute idiots. And if we met the Hulk, Bruce Banner, or whoever your favorite superhero is, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but say you like right, meet yeah, up I, with your favorite superhero, you're sure. like, oh my gosh, let's be best freaking friends. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're telling me our powers are combined. We're best friends now. There's nothing you can do about it. That's exactly Bruh, what this is, like This is the best. Yeah. <laughs> I would have known. Because like, I think my top two would be like Hulk and Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers would be such a cool guy. He's like, okay, yeah. He would just, he would get the shield and just beat the, like, just shut up. <laughs> yeah, he became friends with Phil Coulson pretty quick. And he yeah. was, like, his biggest fan, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like, he can handle an adult instead of, like, an actual kid. <laughs> right, yeah. Because, like, he, you know, Phil Coulson's like, man, I'm a big fan of yours. Like, he has more control of himself because he's an adult. <laughs> Us little kids would be like, oh, my God, I'll get one on your shield. <laughs> like, like, you know, uppies, like, just stuff like that. Like, that's how... Can I, can I sit on your shoulder so I can see the game better? <laughs> yeah, come like on. 24? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, man. Um, that's your best friend. But, show. like, that's how she did it. I think she did really well. She did great. And then I'm looking this up because I just can't remember names I for uh, the life of me. But Tiara Paris? Tiara yeah. Monica. She does tremendous. She's really good. Because, because she has this, like... There's a problem mm-hmm. between there's a rift between her and, and Carol, mm-hmm. right? Because of her, you know, uh, her mom's death and how she blipped and she had no idea. And also, and like, where were you? Yeah, and Carol never came back during that time. Yeah. So it was like, like this is this is wild. So she still had that beef, and we finally get to see that little turnaround. Like their relationship is better for it. But of course, at the very end, yeah, it's just that was like okay. Yeah, there was a lot of. I really like that this movie had a lot of like change in how the characters' emotions play out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you just said, the rift between Monica and Carol got fixed up pretty well at the end, like mm-hmm. really well at the end, actually. Yeah. Um, Carol learned to like 
let people in, stop traveling, so it'll, like, you know, be part of the team if it mm-hmm. required almost. Um, and then Kamala's just herself. Yeah. That's, Kamala just didn't she's change. Fine. She's like, okay, I'm just, yeah. I'm just better. Uh, well, I think she was like, I feel like she had some kind of lesson, but, you know, at the same time, it's, she's a teenager. She bounces back pretty quickly yeah. from anything. So, mm-hmm. um, I think, I mean, should we just roll into, like, the mm-hmm. big part? I mean, let's go into it. Okay. And, and the one thing, and the one thing I do hate, even though the actress did, uh, tremendous, but Dar, uh, what is it? Darbin. Yeah. Like, she she does an incredible job, like, and you can actually see her side. It's like, she wants her work, she wants, uh, it's like Cree. Like, what's her oh, world? damn it. Um, oh, I don't remember. Nova. But, like, her world, you know, the, she, you know, the, you know, she, her world is pretty much, because, like, the sun's dying out, the waters are dried up. Toast. Totally dark. Like, it's pretty much a dead planet. Like, the air's unbreathable. Air's unbreathable. So, she's like, I gotta try and get my world back because the Destroyer, which is Carol, um, she destroyed the essential intelligence that made the world go round. And she's just like, yep, I'm gonna just take it and destroy it and not even think about it. And she's like, oh, I gotta get air from... This place, I gotta get water that's like ninety percent water here. I gotta get you know a sun from yeah, the earth. Gotta find planets that have the things what we, we need, need to live and take them. Yeah, because like you're you know one of your people you know they took from us, so we're gonna take it right back. Yeah. So it's kind of like you see her side of it, and she does fine with it. But like I said, we didn't even mention the character because we were gonna go into the big thing. Mm-hmm. And, that, and sadly, that's just how some villains have been written off. Yeah. And I hate that just some villains are just one-offs. I do, too. Like, it, I really it, that's like, the most annoying part. It, yeah, because, like, there's some villains that, like, they needed more development to just kind of be on the threat level they were in the comics. Like, mm-hmm. Ultron being a one-off villain in Avengers it's is wild. so, like, it's really kind of depressing. And thank God What If made it kind of, like, yeah. better. But it's still like that's one movie in two episodes. Like yeah. that's not a ton. And it's like that we he, need. like in most comics, he has killed the Avengers. Like mm-hmm. he is super terrifying in those comics. He's just a one off, and it's yeah. like, damn it. I mean, Gore the God Butcher. Come oh on, my God. come he on. What Christian Bell did, and have him go the way he went. I'm like, that is not. And, like, if we're seeing, like, all these superheroes go, like, why can't the villains just kind of move on, right? Like, yeah. get defeated and get the heck out of there. Now, yeah, people die, and that's just how things uh, things are. Like, obviously, you know, if you're having a fight, a supernatural fight, you want to make sure the other side is not in your way anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's like, Darbin is going to be a forgettable villain, and that sucks because yeah. of the work the actress put in. Yeah, she did really but it's like, her. she just went off and she gets killed before the finale. It's like... Well, that kind of stings, and I, and I think that's just. I hope, and I don't know what DCU is going to do. I don't know what James is going to do with DC. Maybe it's the same thing. We just got to deal with it, or he can try and keep these villains, you know, still in the universe out there somewhere. What's kind of weird is that like most of the characters in DC have a rule like to not kill, whereas in Marvel, there's only a few heroes you'll meet that just flat out don't kill. Like, yeah. I mean. Steve Rogers, like, as good as he is as a person, like, 
he, I mean, he was a World War II soldier. Like, he knows, like, sometimes you gotta take out the enemy. Like, he was killing mm-hmm. Tatari in the Avengers and, like, all these other movies. He's, like, he's going for the kill in some cases. Because yeah. you can't just, leave, like you're saying, you can't leave, like, supernatural or extraterrestrial forces, like, just unconscious or mm-hmm. in a jail cell. Yeah. Most times that's not gonna hold. So you just have to do what you gotta do sometimes. But yeah. DC is gonna be interesting, like you're saying, to see about what those villains are gonna do. Not only because they have such longer arcs in comics, I feel mm-hmm. like, but also just because most of those characters just flat out don't kill. Yeah. Like, that was the first time maybe ever in a movie, like Ben Affleck's Batman, when he was in Batman vs. Superman, that's the first time we saw Batman kill mm-hmm. outside of comics, I think. Yep. Yeah. I might be wrong in that, but I'm not really sure. Very few. Um, so it's... A unique case, but even then, like, after But I mean, that, even the DCEU, like, Superman doesn't kill, but... Yeah. Uh, I almost said Mark Hamill. I'm like, that's not fucking <laughs> right. But Henry Cavill, uh, I don't know how that was going to be a switch, but it's I'm like... Similar. Henry Cavill, Mark Hamill, not really. But my dumb ass, it's very similar. Uh, with Henry Cavill, I mean, his Superman kills. Yeah. Like, he, had, he snapped the necks of... Um, Zod? Zod, yeah. yeah. I can't remember. Like, I know... Like I said, like, I know what I'm talking... Like, I know what I'm... Yeah. Thank you, but I'm like, I can't uh, say there's the There's just a lot, and it's, yeah. it's been years since that, mm-hmm. so. It, I mean, he was in The Flash, which was another very forgettable movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. Which I realized, by the way, uh, the hair, some hair that was on the top of the head of uh, Ezra Miller was CGI. They actually showed, like, CGI bits. What? I'm like, hell if I know. Yep, yep. DCU, man. The old DC, thank God that universe is pretty much dead. It's getting rebooted. Thank goodness. Uh, Besides Blue Beetle, there's nothing to say from that. Thank goodness. Except Peacemaker. Him and... Oh, yeah. Peacemaker was very good. Oh, and and, and maybe probably like Harley Quinn, Suicide Squad. Those Suicide Squad like members. I'd be okay with that, yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, So the big thing. They're trying to get back on track a little bit. Yep. The Marvels really did it. They full on, and if you haven't seen the movie, you've been warned. There's, yeah. It's been months. Yeah, let's quit um, the episode right now. Yeah. Come back to it um, They brought the X-Men in. They did. I We were talking about this because you had seen something about mm-hmm. the post-credits scene. Maybe from yep. Dude's Rockstars, maybe from it was, it was from another channel where it was like, oh, guess what surprise mm-hmm. person is here? And just a big old blue dot. Yeah. And I'm like... What blue, what figure is big and blue that would be on, in the movie, in the Marvel? Yeah. And I'm thinking, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Beast? Mm. And that's exactly who we see. Oh, so cool. And it was still voiced by who? Kelsey Grammer. It was by Kelsey Grammer, who was Sir. in the uh, Last Stand movie. Yeah. He was Beast was in he, Last was Stand. Was he in all three of the original X-Men? No, he was not. So, Beast was hinted in the first X-Men. He was on TV, non-Beast form. That's where he was. Um, I think he was hinted at two. Maybe he was hinted at two. And then he fully came out in uh, The Last Stand. Oh, cool. Okay. And he was like... Second I watched The Last Stand once again, I was like, I love Beast. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that movie since, like, 2008. Yeah. It's been forever. I saw The Last... Like, it's been on FX... On TV. I think it's even on always. Disney Plus now, yeah. Uh, I know one, I think three. I don't know about two. I'll, I'll double check that later. Yeah. yeah um, but, like, yep, when Beast showed up, I was like, all right, they're legit doing this. They're yeah, legit doing this. That was so cool. 
And then in uh, in this universe, Maria Rambeau is this kind of variant of uh, Captain Marvel variant. It was like uh, binary. Binary. Yep. Yeah. It was binary, and so like she doesn't have a daughter because like. You know, because Monica's like, oh, oh yeah. mom, mom, mom. And, and Maria's just kind of like, okay, okay, She's not like, your mama. What, what's this now? <laughs> what? I, like, calm down. I'm not you, your mom. You, you can hit the head or something? Like, it's like, okay, talking. okay, okay. Oh, yeah. That was... And she just, like, she stands up, takes the jacket off, shows the binary costume, and she's right in the foreground of mm-hmm. the shot. And in the background, you just see the door of yep. the... Uh, uh, Xavier's yep, Mansion. Oh, so Xavier's cool. Mansion. Yep. Oh. And it was like... All right, we're doing this because yeah, it was hinted. At, he was hinted in Miss Marvel. He's like, yeah. "Oh, the these uh, these banners, they're they're creating like mutation." And it was like, and you heard like the X Men '97 thing. Oh yeah. And it was like, okay, yeah, like this is coming soon. They're leaning into it. I love it. Yep, and and we're probably gonna. I don't even know what project besides Secret Wars. Like, I don't even know if there's a project before Secret Wars we're going to see them. Maybe Fantastic Four? Oh, uh, Deadpool. Shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shit. Oh, shit. Come on. I was like, when are we going to see When are we gonna see X-Men? Well, what about Wolverine? No, that's, that can't possibly be. Yeah, nah, not in my head. You serious? <laughs> nah, but that you will know, be the first, like, X-Men. And also, Deadpool was in the X-Men universe, and there was a scene, and I think the second one. Uh, no, it could have been the first one. Where, like, Beast, you know, like, the... Uh, the new Fox stuff, like uh, James McAvoy, oh, yeah. Professor X. That beast is like, okay, you shut the door. Oh, the se- yeah, that was the second one. It was second there was one. a bunch of them in that room, and he was yeah. just like, we're closing. He's like, I'm just going to shut this. Yeah, that was really funny. But we are going to see X-Men in July. Hope we which... get Colossus in there. That'd be awesome. Oh, my gosh. He's great. That'd be very good. Um, trying to think if there was anything else we needed to bring up from that. Uh, besides that, no. I mean... There wasn't... I think there was yeah. another post credit scene. Uh, no. I think it was just the one. Or like a fork and probably pick somebody up. That's probably know. all it was, yeah. Yeah. I, don't... yeah, I think that's all that was. Yeah. Um, so, we'll move on then mm-hmm. uh, to probably one of the greatest seasons of TV I've seen in a long time. Maybe. Maybe just below Loki. Um... What if season two? Oh yeah, was phenomenal. It was very good. Yeah, like I we were talking about it because we were kind of thinking like we would um, talk about every episode as they came out, but I fell mm-hmm. way behind on catching up on them. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like they were coming out day by day, and I was still yep. working and everything. We had like family in town, so we'd be over mm-hmm. theirs for like hours on end. Yep. Um, so I think um, we can kind of run through one by one, try and like. Give our basic thoughts on them and maybe go a little yep. in depth on some of them. Yep. Because there was one I was going to call you about because it was just, it was so good. Yeah. Um, so we'll start at the top. We've got What If no- Nebula Joined the Nova Corps. Very good. Good. Um, Solid story. So before we get into, uh, before we like dive into it, it was like episode nine, he was like, oh, all these superheroes are coming together. So I was actually very hyped. The, this one was like, oh, we're going to see like this Nebula. Super Blade Runner, mm-hmm. like Super Blade Runner, very, Blade Runner. and it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought uh, Nova Supreme being the kind of the villain in that um, was kind of like head scratcher. I'm like, okay, 
Sure. It did feel a little random, yeah. It felt a little random, because I'm like, if you took an oath, and you just, was like, oh, like, you know, see the light, be the light, and like, unless the, unless that light had a little bit, unless the darkness had a little bit more grain to it, yeah. then you kind of, you know, fuck the light. Uh, but I'm like, it's still a very good episode, a little good team up with uh, Groot, with the you know, same yeah. Groot that wasn't before Baby Groot, it was the same Groot we saw in Guardians 1. Howard the frickin' Duck. Yes! We got more Seth Green and Howard the Duck. We got Korg. Yes. Um, Korg was, was popping up a like, lot. I love, I love how Korg was just like, okay, we all look really cool now. <laughs> he's like, I can't do a talk, I can't do a Watiti impression. Yeah. And then, uh, who's the scissor hand? Is it Meeks? Meek. Meek. Yeah. I think it's Meek. Oh, hey, Meek. <laughs> oh, hey, Meek. Oh, Meek's dead. Yeah, it's Meek. It's Meek. <laughs> yeah. You do a much better uh, Korg impression than me. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. What's up, man? Oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, again, Korg was popping up a lot it, this it was, year. He was popping right? up a ton this year. And, like, Nebula joining the Nova Corps, I'm like, that's a solid beginner episode. Yeah. Super off Blade Runner, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it felt like a really good way to be like, hey, the show is back. We're oh, gonna... we finally saw Jude freaking Law again. Yeah. Shit. Jude Law is such, he's so underrated. I love his stuff he's in, uh... Actor. Uh, the Magnificent Beast, uh, like the Harry Potter prequels, because oh, yeah, he, he was younger than Dumbledore, and he yeah. was tremendous. Forgot about that. Yep. He was very good in that. I'm like, oh, finally, Jude Law is back. <laughs> and I was like, well, we haven't seen him since he off in the... Yeah, she was like, yeah, I'm going to go get this guy out of prison, or I'm going to go visit a prisoner or something like that. I was yeah. like, who's it going to be? Like, is it going to be, like, no, a, that's, what, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I mean, it's going to be, it's probably going to be like a Ravager. Like, it could be Peter. I thought it yeah. yeah. I was thinking, like, okay, like, it could be. Who knows? Like, him and Yondu were just in town, and, yeah. you know, they got trapped before and he, everything. Like, Jude Law's character steps out of the shadow, like, no freaking way. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right. Like, that's really cool. Uh, all right, you want to move on to the next yep, one? Yeah, let's go. All right, we've got What If Peter Quill Attacked Earth's Mightiest Hero? Top three episodes. Super Top good. three episode. Oh my gosh. So I, I freaking love that. And Kurt Russell came back, and he was voicing. Uh, freaking ego, yeah. Bucky in the Winter Soldier, like that. That's young, but like, that's from like from Winter, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, I was really sad we didn't get to see him do more, uh, other than true, just like, fire the I mean, launcher a few times and almost take a shot at Quill. But at the same time, it's like, but like that's the Winter Soldier. Like he's quiet and deadly, exactly. and like, and he, we saw a lot of Bucky in this season anyway. Yeah, we saw him a ton in the season anyway. But yeah, seeing that Winter Soldier, just just his fucking. In the trailer, just seeing this mask awesome. and in the eye black, yeah. it's just like, dude's full on Winter Soldier. And jumping back to like seeing Jude Law again, we finally saw—I don't remember her, the actress's name—but no, um, but Marvel, Marvel, yeah, but Marvel. See, and I think that was the same voice actress too. It was. Oh uh, yeah, because they sound very similar. Her being back was like, okay, she's getting more into this. And I was like, oh, yeah. why do you? And she has the Tesseract to full up a jet, and, like, no one saw that. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, how's this go super fast? Did you not see the float, the glowing cube it, that got launched into it? What? <laughs> I was like, okay, that is a nuclear weapon just getting poop up yep. into it. I was like, oh, man. But I seriously thought, like, that is seriously. Because I'm not going to include episode 9, the finale, because of when everything kind of comes together. Mm. But this is definitely a top three to me. Okay. Yeah. I also really liked... Um, we got one movie mm -hmm. with Lawrence Fishburne's character, yep. uh, Bill Foster, Goliath. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
We got to see him in action. Oh, he was very fun. He was very fun. Yeah. Well, I think he, in the end, he, because not everyone's like, oh, this is Gus is underrated. He's like, I love Jude Law. Fishburne obviously is more famous for Matrix, mm-hmm. right? And there's just like I, I remember seeing him in, um, uh, he was like in the, I think a CSI. He was in like Ground Investigation. I think he was a part of that at some point. Cool. But um, yeah, he was doing that. So I was like, I was glad to see Lawrence Fishburne I come back. I have got a newfound love for Lawrence Fishburne based off of the three movies he was in for the John Wick series. Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Um, but yeah, seeing like a, a 1980s Avenger team put together was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Moving on, we've got. Do you want to do this one? One moment. Okay, I'll, I got you. Yeah. We got Happy Hogan Saves Christmas. I thought it I, was fine. Like, it was a good Christmas feely kind of episode. It was Marvel's version of Die Hard. It was, it was 100% Marvel's version of Die Hard. So good. And it was pretty good. I love seeing Justin Hammer back because we haven't seen him since Iron Man 2. Yeah. So he's been gone for 13 years. We haven't heard a lick of him. Finally, he comes back. And I love in his in the animation he was doing the dancing. Like yeah. he, was just, he was just dancing around. Uh, I thought that was really funny because Happy Hogan, I don't know if you know of his character, the character is called the Freak. Yeah. So, didn't know that. And I'm like, he kind of did look a little freaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a pretty good episode. Um, you know, Christmas time, like it was on Christmas Eve. So, kind of get into the, you know, the spirit of things. Oof. I thought that episode was a fine episode. And also, their hallway scenes... Most of Marvel's har- ha- it, hallway scenes are like brutal and just awesome. Yeah. Him taking on the uh, the Sentry bots. Oh my gosh. Oh, so With good. the oil blood going over where I it's like it's like they blood. Animated it going on the camera. That yeah. was such. such that was nice really touch. good. Yeah. I just I had watched Die Hard probably the night before, oh. uh, the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing like all the Throwbacks. similarities and everything yeah. to it, I was just like this. Awesome. This is phenomenal. It was very good. Yeah. All right. Um, so, I don't know how this happened for me, but I actually skipped past this one and didn't oh. realize it until uh, I finished the finale. What if Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster? Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting concept. A lot of people put it as their top three. I would put it in my top three. Not like... I don't think I would. I, I just wouldn't. Like... Yeah, it was kind of a fun story. I guess because we didn't see it. We didn't see Gamora's story, mm. first off, because she was in season one, and she was the one to help, um, she was the one to help out, you know, Tony Stark, and, you know, she was the destroyer of Thanos, and I was kind of like, it doesn't throw back to anything? Yeah. Cause like, yeah, like, he was in Sakaar, and that's how he made the suit and everything, but I'm like, well, the... Stone Crusher, it's not even there anymore. Like, yeah, they melted the uh, the gauntlet, but I'm like, there's not a lot of connection to season one, and like, yeah. it, it like it was it was fine. Like the racing was all right. You see Korg again, yeah. like always. Uh, saw Valkyrie, Gamora was good. Like it was it was fine, but I'm like, like it was fine. Like obviously Jeff Goldblum is hilarious, yeah, but like, and obviously the statue winking at himself was. That was comical, yeah, but... Yeah, I just... It, 
it was a fun episode. Yeah. Other than that, I think it was just kind of a, a good middling episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, solid stuff. This one I really liked. Just Be- to, to me, best yeah. episode. To me, this is the best episode of the entire season. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yep. This was my favorite. What if Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper? Yep. Oh, just, oh my God. God. It was just Winter Soldier, but with Yeah, Winter Carter. Soldier so slash Black Widow. So good. It was so good. And getting, oh my gosh. getting Black Widow's mom from the yep. movie coming back, that was mm-hmm. so good. I was like, Melina, did Rachel yep. Wise voice this character? Because no, she did not. I don't think she did. She did. She did. Because I'm like, no, I, not, thought, not, I thought it said no. I thought it said like, she was her. one of the ones. I, I might be wrong then, because I thought it was her for... I could be wrong. Yeah, you might be right. Um, but yeah, this episode was just... I don't even... It was just phenomenal. It was great. I loved every bit of it. Oh, it was Rachel Wise. Yes! I, it just didn't... That was not connecting with me. I thought I read somewhere, it was like, some people didn't come back, and it did not sound like Melina from Black Widow. I guess because, like, voice over animation is different. Yeah. But, like, I can know, I know Scar Johansson like that. I know Haley Atwell like that. Rachel was just like, I don't know. See, that's it. Scar jo wasn't voicing Black Widow in that. That sounded exactly like her. I know. Scar- it that- sounded so much like her, but it's not her. Because it was... Then like, I'm... It was her and Chris Evans that didn't come back. I know. And, and RDJ. And RDJ, yeah. Yeah. And Zoe Saldana didn't do Gamora. No, she did not. Most everyone else came back. I, yeah, I was going to say, like, I, sir, I thought it was... I thought it was... Scarlet, I legit did. She did. I, I, whoever voiced her did. Has done an incredible job because I seriously was like, man. Yeah, it just it sounds dead up like her. But making, um, you know, kind of keeping with Peggy Carter's story and everything like that, like making Bucky, um, basically take over Robert Redford's role from uh, Winter Soldier was a really good choice. I loved that. Lake Bell is her name. Lake Bell. Lake Bell. She did amazing. She did amazing. I seriously thought it was Scarlett Johansson. I was like, wow, this is... And I just said on... It's like, oh, I know her voice like that. I'm like, no, I don't, apparently. So I decided myself on that one. But I was like, man, that sounded exactly like her. It really did. It really did. I was like, man, that's that's, that's Scarlett Johansson. Props to Lake on that one. Seriously. Moving on. What if Kahori reshaped the world? Very good. Super solid way Very to introduce good. a new character. 100%. She was amazing. And a, a lot of people are going to... It's like, oh, this is the subtitle episode. I'm like, who cares? Read subtitles. Shit. Yeah, Don't be lazy. Yeah, they're giant words. Yeah, they're like, not like... It's not like they're just going to like, okay, we're going to have this a non-English language, and we're just not going to help you. I'm yeah, like, we're going to have non-English speakers speaking English up and read no. the subtitles. You I'm like, come on. Come and on. it was also, like, it was in their native tongue, yeah. which I forget the actual native tribe it was. Um, I did, too. It could be it could be on the actual list. It might have, it might have been... A Mohawk. It was Mohawk. Mohawk. Okay. So, it was the Mohawk language. Then it was Spanish, uh, the Spaniards. Yeah. And then the mm-hmm. last bit of English you get is Supreme Strange coming in. Spoiler. But, like... Who, like, I was like, who the heck cares? Right. Oh my gosh. Like, that's going to be the complaint is like, yes, I'd, I'd rather not read subtitles either, but I'm like, I'm going to deal with it. And Kahuri was, it was tremendous. It. it was perfect. It was tremendous. Like, that episode, that scene where they're, like, chasing down those giant creatures for the jewels on the back or something, mm-hmm. or, like, the fruit, I think it was. Yeah, the fruit. Whew, 
Ooh, it was good. Yeah. It was really I was like, good. wait a minute, Hollow Crystal's fruit. Hmm? And it just split open like it was a freaking cantaloupe. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Oh, like, that was pretty cool. Um, I love this scene. It was like, it's kind of all slowed down and they're all running towards the ships. Like, you're getting freaking angled by oh all the, God, yes. by the blue lights. <laughs> like, someone on the ship's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. There's like, okay. Uh, bye. Okay. Bye. We're done. Yeah. It was, oh, it's just. I thought, I would say my top three in the order. I would definitely say, uh, Cap. Cardin Hydra Stomper is one for me. Okay. I say Kahuri's two, and Avengers in the 80s with Peter Quill is three. And I hate that, like, someone has to be knocked out of four. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Okay. But I'm just saying it's number four for me. Sure. Yeah. I, honestly, that might be my number two episode as well. That was just mm-hmm. super solid. That was around. very solid. Yeah. And the fact that, like, for a minute, like, you know, there's a whole scene where, like, she opens the portal to get to Spain and talk to the queen mm-hmm. and everything like that. Yeah. I thought she was still speaking her native language. I was no, like, she was speaking Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, she, she, she spoke Spanish. Spanish. I was like, Her. so I guess just how the space is because in the finale, spoiler, she speaks English. Yeah, she talks plain English like it uh, never left. So and it was like I think that's Kahuri. It's just like because she has you know this <clears throat> super, like spatial power yeah. where I mean she can just talk. She's like not bilingual. She's like all lingual mm-hmm. pretty much, and can just you know, like. Maybe in her mind, she's like, she's speaking Mohawk and it's coming out Spanish and like the same pronunciation Possibly, and everything. Yeah. Maybe that way. I don't know. But like, or she just knows Spanish. Yeah. But like, it was, yeah, I noticed that too. It was like, because how their language was like white yeah. on the subtitles and the Spaniards were yellow and she talked yellow. Yeah. Like the yellow subtitles. Like, okay, that's Spanish. Yeah. It was really, very good. Really well done. Very well done. All right. This is the one I wanted to call you about. Uh, what if Hella found the Ten Rings? This was in, this was in number five. Really? This was in number five. I loved it too. Like these, like this season was so good. This was like wow. out of my top three, but one hundred percent top five. Yeah, I loved it. It was so. Then the one, and the one thing that lowered it is we did it because, like I said, in season nine we're supposed to see like all the heroes kind of like combine and everything. Mm-hmm. We don't see good Hella. Yeah. We don't see merciless Hell or merciful Hella. In episode nine, I was like, "Well, I gotta lower it a little bit." That's fair, yeah. But like, it was so good. It was so much I, fun. And like, how the hell is Thor? Like, Thor and Hell are the ones that are Odin's kids. Like, Thor's adopted, man. Thor's gotta be adopted. Like, like Loki and Hell are the exact same. Are you yeah. kidding me? They're just one's a boy, one's a girl. <laughs> like shit, and they're exactly the same. You're I, me I want dag- I want daggers. I want daggers on fire. I want flaming daggers. I'm like, I'm like, okay, calm down, Hella. It's like, like I, it, you're missing the point. <laughs> calm down. Like that. That was beautiful. Yeah. Because in the trailer, the dragon had green eyes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, Hella's gonna take con- control of the dragon. Like that's gonna be, yeah. that's gonna be a game changer. And then we find out later, it's like, oh, Hella and um, when the, Wu. when Wu. The Mandarin, they're fighting Odin. I was like, because yeah. I didn't know who that woman was. I thought that woman was like Shang Chi's mom. I did too. And I was like, okay, so it's gonna be Odin and Hela versus Wen Wu and his wife. I'm like, I'm not gonna like Wen Wu. You got ten rings. You got the goddess of death on on his side. You, you're not gonna. I was like, that's like so Hela. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh man, Hela's like off somewhere and she's like doing something and Odin's gonna deal with these two. I'm like, y'all two are screwed. Yeah. Are you kidding me? All father and you got Hella not in the battle. You're you're surviving now, but like towards the end, it's like, oh yeah, it's Hella and Wind Wu versus Odin. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. Fun. Oh, it was beautiful. Fun. 
Um, I was going to call you about the end part where it's like, you know, the Watcher's giving his whole dialogue and everything like that. We see Thanos with young Gamora, and then mm-hmm. a light comes from up above. It's the Bifrost. Mm-hmm. And charging down is Wenwu's army and Hela with, like, the Norse with army the on the wolf. Yep. I was like... <laughs> that looks so good. It was so, it was wanted, so good. I'm like, it looked like Thanos a is fucked. <laughs> I'm like, Thanos is so screwed. Good. And the funny thing is, like, Thanos in the MCU is, like, terrifying. And yeah. what if he is a bum? Kinda, yeah. In a, he is a bum. He's been made a joke. <laughs> oh my gosh, he got split in half in season one. Yeah. Um, he like he got melted in, in the Gamora episode. He's about to get his shit kicked in by Hela and Win Woo. Yeah. Like he's he's done. We'll talk about it later, but he gets disintegrated. Gets, he gets he gets freaking turned to dust in a minute. Yeah. You know, like sheesh. Lots of lots of dunking on Thanos. Mm-hmm. I mean, he dunked on us in 2018. So yeah. like it's his turn. Yeah. Alrighty. What if the Avengers assembled in 1602? Number four. Really? Number four. I think so, yeah. This was just a time. Uh, I'm just like, like, this entire season was very good. Yeah. And 1602, like, Mommy Wanda's back with Liz, with Liz Olsen. Like, she, she's carrying it. And yeah. I love how the Watcher, because in the end of the episode of Peggy Carter, she, like, pretty much, you know, destroy, like, puts a part of the universe, grabs Carter, like, come here, bitch. And brings her to 1602. And I was like, I see y'all. I know. I, I Like, I see y'all. I think y'all. I know. Like, the hell is this? And I was like, the only two people that can, like, make the watcher be like, what? Is Ultron and Wanda. Yeah. Of course. And it was like, dang. And Wanda's was him being out of pure confusion. Yeah. I was like, what is this? Ultron made him kind of act like, out scared. Yeah. yeah. He was just like, no one should be able to see me. This is terrible. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yep. But uh, that was number four for me. Uh, man, Thor being kind of an asshole. Like, really, like, you and Howard were that close where you're like, oh, man, get my sister back, you bitch. And, like, yeah, like, like different, ah. different universe. Like, if those three siblings had actually been connected. Siblings. But I'm like, yeah, yeah it was like, ah. Like, uh, that kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. And then it was like, oh, you, you. You know, you were supposed to save my sister. I'm going to off of your head then. Like, she was here for, like, what, a week or two? Like, calm down, boy. Yeah, yeah. But it was still, it was still pretty good. I still really liked it. The fighting with Bruce Banner. People thought it was Doctor Doom. Because he had a mask on or whatnot. Oh. And, like, he obviously turns to Hulk, like, ten seconds later. Yeah. Like. Well, it's also, like, I think people are looking for any explanation as to Doom being in the Marvel Universe. But it's, like. Guys, it's entirely possible he's just not here yet. Like, yeah. Just, 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 wait. just calm down. Yeah. Like, just come. think about it. it. Like they literally said, like I'm gonna go find the beast or something like that yeah. or the monster. I'm like that's and, not doom. Yeah. That's not it's doom. that that doesn't translate. Yeah. So. But the one thing, the one thing that kind of threw me for a loop was Happy Hogan in that character turned into the freak, <laughs> and I was like, they really just kind of stuck that to him, didn't they? They and really like, did, and I'm like, wait a damn second. Yeah. I'm like. He had to get injected in one universe to become the freak. And I was like, really confused. But then we kind of get the true story of it. And I like, and I think this would be a good explanation in a little bit. So we find like there's someone that's not a part of this universe. Like one person in this universe kind of like made it all like happen for a reason. And it was Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. And he had to. Go back and like kind of undo, 
you know, all this action. So here's what I think. So in that universe where Happy turns into the freak, that was 2015. 2015, he turns into the freak. 2018 was Thanos. Nothing really changed. What about the same universe? It's the same universe he turned into the freak. And because he hit the time stone, the entire universe went back to 1602. Oh. That's how they acted. That's how they portrayed themselves and everything. So just in 1602, everything that was going on just went back years. And they were like, oh, yeah, nothing happened. They just kind of like had those same abilities and everything. And had the same went, relationships and everything. They just went back in time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, well, Hela is good in this one. Loki's good in this one. He's still alive. I'm like, okay. And then, because I'm like, why would Happy become like him? Why would he become the freak? Okay. If he, you know, regular happy is not a part of that. So I think that's in the same universe. They're just, it's a different That actually makes alteration. a lot of sense, yeah. I like that. Because I'm like, happy's not, like, our happy, you know, this Sean Favreau is not going to turn into the Hulk. Sure. Or the freak. Yeah. So it's like, I, that's what my, that's my I one, like, like rogue theory would be. I like that I mean, it's the same universe. It's just altered to go back to 1602 and act like, yeah, this has always been happening. Yeah, you know right. what? I, I'd buy into it. That sounds pretty good. I mean, that's the only theory I would have on it. Because, like, yeah. why would he else be the freak? Yeah, it did seem True. like they were just like, hey, you know what? We made him the freak in that one episode. Why don't we just do it We'll, we'll just here? do it again. But, but I'm like, yeah, if it all kind of went backwards a little bit, yeah. it makes total sense. Yeah, same universe, bro. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right. Now, here's, here's the one. This is it. What if Strange Supreme intervened? When I read that, I was like, I don't know... What that necessarily means. What is he intervening in? Yes. But that whole episode was just... It was... I don't even know how to describe it. It was just a ton of visuals. Yes. Like, tons of visual Easter eggs. It was a great Mm -hmm. time. Great Easter egg. Thought it was a disappointment to a finale. Yeah. I personally thought it was a disappointment. I I kind of... Because... Coming off the finale of season one, it is a little bit It's To me, it's a massive... Disappoint, not massive, but just a disappointment, because I'm like, because Doctor Strange, you know, he's collecting, and he tells Peggy Carter, like in this universe, like, oh yeah, I'm collecting all like the bad people, like all destroyers in these universes, mm-hmm. and it's Hela, it's Thanos, it's Infinite Ultron, it's Sounds all like a people. version of Peter Quill, in yeah, too. Peter yeah. Quill, and all these people, and I'm like, okay, I'm like I can kind of get it, mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, you have to get this one more, and it was Kahuri, and I was like. Okay, she universe destroyer. My thought no. was like, this is a different universe. Is Kahori, and she's like, instead of helping the world and everything like that, she's, she's hurting it. Yeah. Like maybe, but but I'm thinking like, if this is the same Kahori that we just saw in the episode, I'm like, she's not a bad person. Okay, yeah. and then like you know, it happens. Like they kind of get together, and Supreme's like, all right, thank you, and she's like, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I got you know, revive my world with Christine. And I'm like, we're doing this again? Yeah. I was like, we're really doing this again? He's like, I need Christine. I'm like, you, you know, you Peggy, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, where's it? Like, all the change you went through, it's just going to be right back and you're the villain? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is just not it. And we don't see, I don't remember seeing like Nebula in the first episode. The good Hela is not in this episode either. Mm-hmm. Um... I think we probably saw a young Peter Quill in there. Um, I don't even know if we saw, like... Oh, we saw the uh, the Collector from Season 1. 
But it's like, I'm like, yeah, you're getting all these great heroes, and we have a lot of Easter eggs, like an inf- infinite Hulk, kind of like a World War Hulk kind of looking thing. Um, and a lot of these great heroes, I'm like, but overall, this, the villain is like the demon inside of Strange, and I'm like, really? Mm. Like, the, to me, from an actual threat, an all-time like scary threat, Strange to me was just kind of like, okay. Some of these things did kind of feel like they fell a little flat. Yeah. Instead of... Kind of being like a good cap off point. I thought he would. I thought there was gonna be like, oh, here's another threat that we don't really get a taste of. We just got like, oh, this is another threat here. Like I was thinking, it was probably gonna be like, oh, you know, Peter Quill, like, like somehow like he kept his powers still, even though you know when he destroyed Ego, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Like okay, maybe like he's taking on a you know an older Peter Quill that has his powers back. He went rogue. Strangers getting, you know, Nebula, Captain Carter, Kahuri to stop him. Like, oh, he's intervening in this way. Yeah. But him being the main villain, I was just kind of like, okay. It was another one of those, kind of like the first episode where it was like, the story itself, I feel like, had a lot of potential. It was just like, who you're making the villain, the ultimate villain at the very yeah. end, just kind of feels a little random. Mm-hmm. But, That's what it felt to me. Like, the episode was still good, and Captain Carter and Kahuri just kicking Strangers' ass was good. Mm-hmm. And they had like the uh, the infant like the Ultron suit, the infinite armor, whatever. the infinite armor, uh, Hela's headwear, uh, freaking Mjolnir, uh, infant like Asgardian Hulk sword. I'm like, okay, in like the Ten Rings. So I'm like, okay, they're loaded up mm-hmm. and they're beating his ass, which is fine. It's just like Shane as the villain. I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. And like the good part, like he sacrifices himself. So the universe is alive again, but he was never born in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oof. But like the end of the story was like, okay, that was good. And even at the end of end of the episode, we saw Mitrasa. Yeah. And it was like, okay, like, oh, we're gonna take the scenic route. You... It was like, okay, so we could see like care like you know, our Loki as a freaking uh like in what if, like just set John on his throne. Seeing the Watcher and Captain Carter. You sent me a thing on Instagram one day, and you were like, just watch the first five seconds. Yes. And I saw the Marvel logo, and I was like, no, you're trying to get me to see spoilers. And mm-hmm. you're like, just look at the first five seconds. It's nothing bad. I was like, it's nothing it. bad. Ten minutes later, I'm scrolling through Instagram, and I see a picture of what you were trying to show me. And it was Yggdrasil, like, like all the Christmas as, lights. Yeah, it's the Christmas lights. Because they were like, yeah, it was yeah, holiday, Christmas yeah. thing like that. I was like, all right, I just saw it. Yeah. It's like to see the first five seconds. Like no, and then you don't say anything. And then we hang out. Like I think it was before we went on a little trip. If like we talked about, it's like did you see it? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I told you it wasn't anything bad. It's just like holy shit. But just like I, I I even even with in my in my opinion like disappointing villain of season two's finale was strange. I thought season two was great. Oh yeah, I thought it was great. Like I said, even my top five, like, even though it's not the top three, four and five are still very good. Yeah, because I, I feel like it was a little harder for me to get into season one a little bit, just because some of those episodes weren't stellar. They were yeah. interesting ideas, but they just weren't that fun to me. Mm-hmm. This was just, this was all yeah. just fantastic. To me, like, episode four of season one, that was when Strange oh, became Super Oh, my God. That was very, that was freaking heart-throbbing, too. Yeah, it was. Because I'm like, man, like. You destroy an entire universe for the one you love, and you in 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 the end, doesn't okay. even matter. Yep, still can't have it. It that was, 
that was the one disappointing factor. Yeah. But other than that, I thought that was great. Yeah. Now, there is supposed to be, I thought there was supposed to be like another Marvel Zombies episode in that. Okay. It was in season one. But we talked about that. I think it's becoming the, its own thing. Yeah. It's gonna. I think it's going to be in like the what if animation style. Yeah. Do we know when that's coming out? Have they ever said? I don't know. I feel like it would be something like soon. Because it's only four episodes. It's only four four episodes what I heard. Dang. So it's only its small uh, thing. But it says... I hope it's not a limited series so they can keep doing it. It says 2024. (gasps) Is what it says. Nice. Um... Zeb Wells, who's the main producer. Cool name. And he only said, um, so it had the scheduled debut on Disney Plus in 2024, and it consists of four episodes. But this January, I guess a couple days ago, because it is like January 6th, he stated that he was unsure if it would be released. Uh, it was continually shifting. Okay. So we don't know. Exactly when it's gonna be. Okay. But it is um, based off of what if. Okay. The what if episode that we saw. Yeah. Uh, in season one. See. I'm excited for that. That that was a really fun episode for me. Yeah. Just because like I think I was rewatching some Walking Dead stuff at that point, so seeing like basically Walking Dead Marvel combined, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a ton of fun. It was really good. Yeah. Um, it was a very good. I think episode. I was talking with Andrew about it, and it kind of made me think a little bit more about it. Some of those zombies don't make sense. Like, you've got Iron Man, who's zombified. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? He's got a full suit of armor. Then you got Scarlet Witch got zombified? Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. But, I mean... Some of them are different, especially. Yeah. Like, um, I guess just being overloaded with them, I mean, who knows? Like, could have ripped the armor and, you know, get bitten off That's or true. something. Uh, also, I mean... Uh, the Watcher, I think it was, uh, it may have been, actually, it probably was the Watcher, it was probably, uh, Janet, uh, Janet, she, like, what, turned into his, uh, molecule and, like, bit Steve. Steve Rogers in the neck. No, she was human. No, no, she, like, turned small, though. Because, like, they have, they have brain function of, like, how to... No, I'm saying she was alive throughout the episode. No, not Janet. Yeah. That was Hope. No, what? Mm. That was Hope. Not Janet. Oh, you're right. At the mom. Yeah, you're right. Okay. The mom yeah. was small, and you had the wa- her wasp suit and bit Got it. Steve. Okay. I Hope. Was, yeah, my bad. Hope no. was a lot. Got it. Okay. Hope and Jen. Okay. See? I, I messed up a ton. I messed up a couple times now, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it was... So, I guess, like, she got into the suit somehow, bit, uh, bit Tony, and then he just became a zombie. Yeah. But I like how, like, they still can use their powers... Yeah. And they're still able to do it, even though they're zombified. Yeah, that's so, interesting to me. Yeah. Because, like, Wong was still using, like, his... He was still using the uh, ring, and he was creating portals. Was he dead? Yeah. Wong? Oh, shit. Wong, it was... In the first fight that we saw, it was Wong, uh, Strange, and Tony. Oh, yeah. Up against, like, Ebony Maw. And Ebony Maw and... Do-do-do-do. Uh, who's the big guy? Oh, Call Obsidian. Yeah. And then they both turned into zombies. Yeah. Because, like, they were beating the crap out of him, and they start eating him. And yeah. they're like, whoa, like, oh, that's guys, kind hey. of overkill. Whoa. Yeah, and I was like, all right. Oh, that episode was fun. I might have it was a good episode. I rewatch it. That's pretty fun. But, yeah, what, I think What If is a very good 
show now, and like oh, there's yeah. gonna be excitement to like what they could do. But if the like that's the thing is if it's gonna be like season one where all these characters come in together, mm-hmm. then you gotta I think try and make one of those episodes about the villain. Yeah. Just making strange is like oh we only have nine episodes. There's like strange the villain again. I'm like yeah. We yeah. already seen that kind of thing, and we thought he already turned. So it was like, yeah. to go back into it was like, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw something that was like, this is the one show that Marvel does that can suit. I think we 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 were even talking about it. Like this is the one show Marvel does that can literally go on forever and it, it could always be fun because mm-hmm. it's just like you got. What if something just different? Yeah. What if like Pepper Potts was Iron Man? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just it's a random. Like, it's like, what if, um, uh, what if that guy wasn't a good shot? What if Jeff Bridges didn't betray Tony? What oh. would happen now? What would happen if Jeff Bridges' character didn't turn? Uh, what if, uh, what if Bruce Banner then tests the Hulk thing on himself? Yeah. Uh, what if, I can just go on to season one. Um, what if Thor didn't go after the, uh, Frost Giants? Mm-hmm. What if Steve Rogers, what if, what if the Super Soldier Serum, it would, you didn't go to Steve Rogers. They didn't even go to Captain Carter. What if it went to, like, the better soldier? The guy the, they were originally going to yeah, yeah, the original. Like, what if it was going to go to him? Yeah. He like, off so there's just so much you could do to make it different and interesting. Yeah. And, like, how would you kind of go on from that? That's, I think that's one of the better parts of what if. It's like, that this series could be four, five, six seasons down the line. It's like, just one little key detail, how would you make it better? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So. I'm all about it. All about it. All right. Well, it was one hell of an episode. That was hell a of lot episode. of stuff to go. Loved it. Yeah. Um, I think when's the next time we're probably going to do one of these? Because we've got Echo. Because we got Echo. Tomorrow. Depending on. Dep- yep. Depending on what happens with me. Because, uh, right. you know, I'm still job searching and who knows where I'm going to be. Yeah. Uh, I think only God knows where I'm going to be. Because <laughs> um, I could be in Tennessee. I could be in Florida. I have no idea. Um, but, I mean, because we don't have any DCU stuff till mm-hmm. end of. Because uh, I think the uh, uh, Commandos, Creature Commandos, that doesn't come out till end of 24. Right, yeah. Because um, we got Deadpool. We got all of Echo. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. Yeah. But it's going to be some time, but I cannot wait to do another one of these. Oh, yeah. Well, as always, thank you for joining me, boss. Thank you for having me, it's my man. It's always a pleasure. Hell yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, another as usual. Thank you guys for being, A, great listeners, and be patient as hell. I know I said I was going to take some time off for the holidays, but I didn't expect that to extend it to two months yeah. past the, the last episode I did. Mm-hmm. So, sorry for the... Delay, but you know things. Uh, things happen. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to get more regular on these, so we'll see when the next one comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a few in mind, mm-hmm. but we'll see when they get made. Yep. But uh, until then, we'll see you guys later. Keep being awesome.